0: everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, and joining me as always is Tim.
1: Okay, but we can never do this again.
0: (laughs) Very good, very good. Uh, This is a horror movie podcast uh, where we get together and we discuss a horror film that we watched. Uh, This episode we're going to be looking at the directorial debut of Dave Franco. uh, The the uh the the slightly lesser known Franco brother I guess uh, is, that, is that a fair assessment
1: mm-hmm. sure yeah heir okay. air to the Franco empire
0: <laughs> so yeah the rental is a film starring uh what's his face I just said he's there I'm going go Dan Stevens <laughs> Dan Stevens is in here Alison Brie's in there Alison Bree of course is uh, Franco's uh, I think they're married if they're not married then they're dating but uh, <laughs>
1: well, they better be <laughs> what why (laughs) I'm I'm confused I don't know the the way they're going on about (laughs) I hope they're married (laughs) what I'm sorry are they overly affectionate
0: in public from what you've seen I don't recall any of this but alright okay (laughs) so we'll start spoiler free as we always do tim's in one of his moods. uh this is a film about uh, two couples uh the two guys of which are brothers as well uh so it's these four characters who go to a rental uh you know an airbnb style place for the weekend they want to celebrate because uh the you know dan stevens character charlie and his you know his work partner mina who is his brother's girlfriend uh, who have got a big, you know, sailor job or whatever, whatever it is they're doing. I don't even know what their job is. I never even quite cap caught what their industry was. But they've got a big He client. just landed the million
1: dollar sale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh,
0: uh are we being that harsh? Are we comparing Dave Franco's directorial debut to Bordemic this early on? That, I mean that's that's just bold. That's a bold bold claim. So we go to the rental then there's some relationship drama, which we'll get into uh, a little bit in spoiler-free, but probably mostly in spoilers. Uh, but mm-hmm. ultimately, there's uh, someone else there. There's someone watching them. There's uh, potential murders afoot, and so on. So, I mean, it's it's kind of weird to talk around it, because it, it actually takes quite a while for the movie to get to the the horror stuff directly. Uh, it, it spends a lot of time just with the characters, so we'll, we'll sort of talk about that and, you know, how that affects things and so on. Mm-hmm. So... That is the basic gist of the rental. I will ask Tim the age old question. How did you feel about Dave Franco's directorial debut of the rental?
1: Well, I, I think you're uh you're missing one important part. I of am this. Yeah. Is it we rented it? <laughs> <laughs> That's Okay. That's funny. Okay. I got you You rented saying. the rental. <laughs> okay. So
0: I heard you like rentals. So we put the rental in your rental list, so you could rent the rental and watch the rental while you're renting a rental.
1: Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Who rents the rental? <laughs> the rentman. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> okay. Did you like the film, uh, Time. How did you feel? How yeah. Did you feel? I, I, <laughs> uh. Yeah. I thought it was good. Um. It is. Uh i i don't know if necessarily if you call this a slow burn but it is something where it is you know the horror kind of comes to into it a little bit late like uh all the stuff before it is very character drama e and oof, I, I gotta tell you like i was getting like uh like some legit ang- anxiety from this because i just um like the the tension between these two characters it was just I was like every every moment i was like oh come on like we all know what's gonna happen like just do it and then like <laughs> talk and then talk about it and uh but um so i mean it, that stuff like you know not necessarily is my favorite kind of thing but you know i thought it was compelling enough and like you know the, like everyone's like good actors and stuff and then uh, I, I do think once the horror starts um it is pretty good even though it is kind of like a weird um i i, I guess mix of like you know what the Kind of first two thirds of the movie is with this kind of last third, but um, uh, I, I like I, I did enjoy it. I guess like you know once uh that kind of gets going, so yeah, I, I would say overall a good movie. Like not amazing, but I had a good enough time with it. Yeah, uh, I I thought it was okay. Uh, I I I
0: don't. I, I think there's moments or I or little things that are good. I I, I do actually. Sup- I agree that some of the character drama mm-hmm. is surprisingly a little uncomfortable in places in a, an intentional <laughs> way, which tells me that Franco actually does have an idea what he's doing as a director because he feels sure. like he's, he's doing some smart stuff with the characters and sort of building up to like decisions that you, it's pretty clear they're, they're going to be made in some capacity at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. I also appreciate taking time at the start of the movie to really sort of introduce your characters, make it really cool what the dynamics are between them. So it, it felt confident at the start and how it did that. It felt confident in how okay, right? So I get what the the relationship between the brothers is One's successful, one's not so much. It's kind of set that up. Uh, what they think of each other's been set up. Uh, the relationships with you know the, the the wife or girlfriend, you know, respectively. What everyone thinks of each other is kind of very well set up for the most part in the first like five minutes, which is extremely mm-hmm. impressive, and something that a lot of horror movies could really do with uh, you know learning to do. I Check. do think the slow-burn nature kind of doesn't work as well as it should, mainly because mm-hmm. I feel like you, you've got two options, either you become a horror movie much quicker and mm-hmm. you do kind of what the movie does in the last chunk or you have an element which is introduced quite late on in this film kind of be there for us, the audience, throughout to sort of, mm-hmm. you know, give, give us the, the, the feeling of the creepiness uh i can't really talk about what i mean until i, I would get to like spoilers yeah. but there's something specifically revealed <laughs> later on in the film that i felt like we as the audience could have been using that as a mechanic in terms of or, sure. or more, more to the point the director could be using that as a mechanic to show some of the story and instead yeah. because the entire like closing closing credits uh are, are presented in a certain way based on something mm. that's in the plot and I felt like yeah. we, we could have been having that all movie, almost. That that e vibe that those closing credits have, I felt it was oh, totally. oddly kind of missing from the actual main plot, which is weird because the main plot definitely wants us to feel this, especially later on. So I feel like they could have introduced that element a little bit sooner in the film and, and had the same slow burn I... character drama throughout, but just have that one extra layer to give it the, the voyeuristic kind of feel to it that the, the ending has
1: yeah i think kind of the problem is is that the the horror has absolutely nothing to do with like what's going Uh on with these characters which isn't necessarily a bad thing but like you said if that's kind of your premise i think you have to get to the horror quicker um like it, it would be fine if it was a slow burn but the horror was related to that kind of build-up that they're going through and and obviously there is like kind of a point to it like um like the way everything pans out like you know it, it makes sense why you know we see a lot of that stuff but yeah uh for what it's going for i feel like yeah there would have been better ways to approach it kind of like you're saying
0: yeah it's, it's kind of weird as well because the character drama that it spends a lot of time building up most of the film in fact one there's very little tease in the first two thirds of the horror stuff itself which is kind of weird which is kind of what i'm saying i want but I think it's kind of weird how, how, given how much time it spends on the character drama and what the, the it's building up between the the four characters, it's really weird to me that there's not really a resolution to any of it because of how everything ends. So That's true, yeah. it, it kind of yeah. makes all that time spent on it like okay, some of this was good just to sort of set them up as characters, but the amount of time we actually did spend on it feels kind of wasted now that it didn't actually have any kind of resolution or any kind of like payoff other than just um, you know. M- tensions were high while everything was going on but there's no yeah like and not everyone has to have a resolution but i I was expecting like just one character to have some kind of payoff because they went through all this and instead it just never really matters it's just kind of uh, that's a good yeah you know
1: yeah yeah that's a good point like it is like a lot of setup for yeah ultimately (laughs) not much of a payoff like again it is very compelling character stuff but yeah, I don't know. I, I guess um,
0: I guess what I'm kind of saying is, is it's it's kind of torn between wanting to be the suspenseful drama and wanting mm-hmm. to be a horror movie, and I don't know if both sides of it actually kind of merge <laughs> that
1: well. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Yeah, um, yeah, like like they're not. It's not like either side is necessarily poorly made, but I don't know if on the contrary,
0: I think both. Like, like I say, the character drama stuff is well directed, and then I think some of the
1: creepy yeah. moments later
0: on. Uh, are actually quite well done. There's a, there's a few things where like someone's in the background or,
1: you know, yeah, you know, there's this the solid Yeah, it, it's a uh, I, I think the especially like horror. I, I feel like you know, it can be kind of hard to do and I'm like You know the the horror stuff. I, I'm surprised was I, I think very competent, Yeah, to the point where I don't know Maybe <laughs> I would have just liked to see a whole more movie of that from the yeah. start Yeah <laughs> um i don't know i feel like this is the i i feel like it's kind of like a strange year like I, I feel like we're getting a lot of these movies that are like good but not great and like have maybe kind of like potential in like the people working or like the premise or something that just doesn't feel like it, it goes quite all the way like i don't know it's mm. it seems kind of <laughs> i don't know weird, which, I mean, it's better than having, like, a year of, like, really terrible movies. Uh but <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. It's just just something I was thinking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of this weird thing where if it wants to be, like, more of a straight-up kind of slasher movie with really, like, well-done suspenseful kills, then it really had to, like, cut of start that off earlier. And if it wanted to be a slow burn that builds up to something, then it had to either start teasing it, like, throughout the film, at least to us, or, at the very least, like, thematically like tie it in even even, you know, even if the actual plot that's happening with the characters has nothing to do with what ultimately happens in the last act if there's some mm. sort of thematic link that it would feel more like a cohesive movie as it is it just kind of feels like out of nowhere there's there's uh you know it's, it's something that I, I suppose in a lot of ways like wolf creek for example kind of did that where mm. you have these characters going through whatever they're going through and then things break down and then you introduce the, the sort of the villainous element and then from there but that doesn't happen two thirds into the movie it happens like at the end of act one which is kind of where it should happen more
1: or less it should happen around that point um so and uh, and i think there is kind of like a a point he's trying to make with uh the end which you obviously won't really go into it but i feel like it's something we just kind of seen done before that i didn't really like um it's hard to explain without spoilers but not necessarily a bad thing but also like I, I don't think it's
0: like a big revelation or anything yeah uh, it's funny because i watched killer kate that long ago and okay. that also featured like an airbnb style rental home kind of for the weekend oh, okay and mm-hmm. that movie was not good but it was actually kind of funny bad in a lot of places especially by the <laughs> ending where i was i was really kind of getting into it just how stupid it was and some things uh the 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 bad guy's motivation in that movie is hilarious uh okay. it's just, you know I mean, I, I, it's not something sort of that I'd want to watch again. But at the same time, I'm like, if this is one that we'd done for streams, we would have been having a field day on it. So, okay. maybe at some point, maybe at some point we'll do it as a, an episode or a bonus or something. A,
1: enough time has passed. Yes,
0: yeah, it was enough time has passed. It's too fresh, too fresh in my my my, <laughs> my brain. Uh, so it's 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 weird because I feel like you've got this good first act setting everything up. You have got this good last act which has a lot of good horror stuff. I mean, maybe not great horror stuff, but, you know, very competent. But, you know, some nice moments that are well done. And now you've got this middle act, which is still doing the character drama stuff. And that would be fine, again, if there was more teasies as it was happening. But, uh, like I said, I think the, the biggest problem is that it never even thematically ties in. You know, as I said, it doesn't really feel like it has any kind of resolution beyond the fact that they're all just kind of like in a high tense state or high emotional state when everything's going down. Yeah. And that's basically it. Uh, maybe may there's some great analysis when we get to spoilers. Maybe I'll try and kind of <laughs> thematically come up with something. But at least on an initial viewing, my gut reaction was just kind of feels like the movie's very disjointed because of that. And because mm. I got to the point where it was, you know, it's only 88 eight minutes, which is fine. And I I looked at the time and it was there was like maybe seven minutes left, and I'm like, there isn't going to be much of an ending to this, like, you're because know, I was at the point where you know certain stuff was still happening. I'm like. This is going to end very quickly. There's going to be a very abrupt ending to this, and yeah. I was kind of like, that kind of sucks because it means that there's not going to be any kind of payoff to any of the actual character drama that we've had up until this point. Uh, so, you know, as uh, well. so, uh, I don't think it's a it's a you know dumpster fire though by any means. I don't want to be oh no not at all uh, no. too harsh. I, I thought it was watchable, a bit slow in places for sure, uh, but okay. some nice awkward tension in places. There's something as simple as. Uh, the sort of the maintenance guy who's sort of given the keys to the rental there's some tension mm-hmm. with him specifically the fact that he might very well be racist one of the characters of course mm-hmm. is middle eastern and there's kind of a you know a, a tense when, when it's when she decides to like bring it up and kind of confront him about it you, you it does feel awkward it has it's almost like uh yeah. you know not funny awkward at the office but it's kind of like that sort of more horror version of that where you're like oh god this is like is he going to you know flip his shit and you know is this going to go really badly very quickly because of this
1: yeah yeah and it's also like that kind of like more like real world kind of racism where it's yeah. like he's not a cartoon character where he's like you know like spouting out like these uh like slurs or anything but you know it's that subtle racism of him you know him yeah not accepting her offer and then kind of like, you know, not really wanting to admit it, but then you can still kind of tell, like, uh, there's something there. But it, that, I thought that was actually like some really interesting stuff.
0: Yeah. Although I would just like to add an little disclaimer to what you just said there that I I, have, I, sure. I do very much buy that there are the cartoon versions in the real world. That, oh, no, no, yeah, totally. Yeah. No. Are just spouting, <laughs> there definitely are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, so kind of, I guess mixed bag is kind of ultimately what I would say. It's, it's 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 like a mixed bag that's slow in places, but has other like beats and moments that are little technical, like directorial mm-hmm. moments that are, and I'm not a big fan of Dave Franco on the screen, honestly. So if he wants to stay behind the camera, <laughs> that's A-OK with <laughs> me. <laughs> I,
1: I think he's fine, but I mean, I feel like he always plays kind of like the same jerky kind of cam- uh, character, like, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what else I'd really want to see him in, but yeah, I mean, if he's interested, I, a body bag? I, I am kind of curious. What's that? Body bag. Body bag. That's oh, that's what I want to see. Yeah. In. It was a good, <laughs> yeah, sure. it was a good joke that was
0: that fell flat because of
1: timing. I'm sorry. No, it was good. I'll give you credit for that. Uh, no, the I, I'm curious, like, if he has an interest in horror, if like this is just a one-off he, where he wanted to try it out because he had this idea or if it is something he wants to explore more uh, because, uh, yeah, again, I, I do think the horror stuff was uh, pretty competent. I would actually be interested to I was, I was see him do more.
0: I actually pretty surprised when it, because about halfway through the movie, I was wondering, is this like more of like a, a low-key thriller and maybe we've, we've made a mistake yeah. picking this for the show and then the <laughs> horror stuff got going. I was like, oh, no, that's a horror movie. And I was actually kind of surprised just how totally, much yeah. of a straight up kind of, maybe, maybe not slasher movie, maybe that's maybe not quite the right term, but, just it, it was pretty a lot, much yeah yeah it was a lot more full-on you know someone's you know try to kill them kind of thing that, that i was expecting and mm-hmm. i i was like oh i wonder if he's a fan of this or like cause i presume given given his standing as an actor in the industry like mm-hmm. he had a little bit of leeway in getting you know in what he gets to make or is this just like yeah. no this was what was on offer this is what they'd give him money for so this is what he's doing or is he passionate about it does, does he you know but do- i
1: mean he he like co-wrote it and everything too like it's not like that's true yeah you're right it, like it seems like it's not like something that yeah he just picked from a pile or whatever
0: yeah uh that's kind of interesting it's kind of interesting i mean i very much appreciate i'm trying to give a lot more character to a a, a more typical horror premise uh, yeah. I, I just think the teasies of the horror had to start much earlier or that the character sure. drama had to some way tie into what the horror ultimately... Even, if, even not like in a, a literal way, but in a thematic way where... Oh, it's kind of ironic that this is how they meet their end, or this is ironic how they do this because of what their their, their whole problem was earlier on. You know, there's something. Something to connect them. Yeah. Do you
1: think he made a Alison Brie audition for her role? <laughs> I mean... Maybe like over breakfast in the kitchen, just yeah.
0: just 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 to sort of tick the box to say that you'd done it. Like, uh, yeah. hey, honey, Allison, can you just uh, give me like a a line reading here whilst I'm eating my cornflakes,
1: please? Like, so, yeah, sure. It was good to finally see her in a horror movie. I'm not gonna lie, Tim. So
0: so we're recording this the same day that we're doing stream four. <laughs> There was a moment halfway to this film where I realised that I'd, I'd just seen Alison Brie in another film. Like <laughs> I
1: was like, "Oh yeah, we're doing two Alison Brie movies." Oh, yeah.
0: This
1: yeah, <laughs> Alison Brie doubleheader. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, she's actually quite funny. There's there's a there's a portion in the middle where she's taking some Molly and she's mm-hmm. she's the only one who's done so. And it was surprisingly kind of funny at times, like her like mm-hmm. what she her reactions oh, yeah. to things <laughs> or what she was doing. It was kind of almost like a much needed little dose of uh levity uh, and, oh, totally. uh, and otherwise yeah. very tense like social
1: situations so uh she's probably the only like likable character <laughs> in the movie
0: i would uh i would argue uh uh was it josh the brother uh i i would argue that obviously he has his faults but i would argue that he's actually sure. much more likable than charlie because charlie oh, well, definitely yeah Charlie is, like, this pretentious, like, I'm mm-hmm. successful, my brother's a loser, he's never going to, like, make anything of himself, and Josh is trying his best, and whenever he's, like, mm-hmm. talking to uh, Michelle, right, you know, his sister-in-law and uh, Alison Bree, mm-hmm. you know, he, he always comes across very genuine, like, he's trying his best, and he knows he's, he's screwed up in the past, and he, he's wanting to make the best of himself and improve, and his brother's just, like, a judgmental dick about it, uh, <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know, so... Uh, he's got faults, but I actually found him m- much more uh, likable. Obviously, he's got some problems, <laughs> which yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's a, he's
1: he's a little too aggressive. But I mean, other than that, though, yeah, he's uh, like you said, he's seems to be aware of it and is like you know trying to like atone for what what he's done in the past. So there's yeah, definitely good stuff about him. Yeah. Uh. So uh, the music's forgettable. I I, I can't even think of it right now. I I think there was like a like, I don't think it was bad but yeah it's not something that really like sticks mm. with you yeah I can't even um, remember.
0: I, re- I even remember noticing it and not even like in a good way where it just uh blended in and it was like seamless yeah just in a, no it was forgettable <laughs> I don't remember it at all yeah.
1: so yeah uh, that's a shame but... it's nothing to write home about but again I think like if you go back and watch it I'm sure it's fine but yeah I agree I can't even really think too much of what it was like
0: yeah i would say it's i think to sort of sum up my spoiler free thoughts i would mm-hmm. say that it it kind of rises above feeling like a straight to vod movie because it has enough craft to feel a bit better than that but it, it's, it, but it doesn't necessarily feel like a uh like a you know it feels like a movie that's only okay but a movie that doesn't feel that way because it's only on a vod like release
1: does that make sense <laughs> sure yeah no i get what you're saying yeah it feels like a movie that
0: could have come out before we had VOD and all that, but just ended up feeling like this as opposed to a lot of movies that feel like they've got really good concepts, but they just have that kind of I don't know bland VODness to them, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I I think there was um, like talent in the uh the direction and the cinematography. Like it did really look good, and all the characters were, you know, like uh compelling and interesting to watch um so yeah there wasn't anything that maybe sometimes comes with these bod movies where yeah like there's kind of like a little bit of a bland look to it or maybe some of the acting isn't like top-notch or there's some bad cgi like uh, obviously there wasn't really any need for cgi in the movie but like um yeah you, you didn't really have any of those kind of problems you sometimes see in other things
0: yeah uh, we should also mention that Mina. Uh, she's played by Sheila Vand, who was the lead in the girl who walks home alone at night. So, uh,
1: oh, geez, I didn't even realize that was her. Oh, that's awesome. Well, she's not she's not
0: skateboarding in black and white. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's not, it's not. But it's one of those things where I she felt kind of familiar the whole time. And when I saw when I you know when I, I was clicking on the names before we started, and I, I the first thing that popped up in hers was that movie. I was like, oh, that's
1: where I know her face from. Oh wow, so I, I wonder that if in the movie was she doing like an American accent? Because I would not have even noticed. Yeah, uh, she is American. Oh, she is? Oh, okay. Because yeah. uh, the girl walks home at, light, uh, at night, isn't that a Iranian? Or?
0: Uh, technically, but it was shot in America, though, so it's... Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So, I assume a lot of the cast are, are obviously of that descent, but they're... Uh,
1: oh, okay.
0: Uh, yeah, oh, she, um, she, she was literally born in LA. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or, or <IMDb.
1: laughs> oh, well, my apologies. I, I, I assume that, uh, yeah, that that movie was... um. Uh, filmed over there as well that's that's my bad <laughs>
0: yeah um well that's, oh. that's the weird thing i always count that as a foreign language film because it is technically a foreign language film but yeah. i think the funding for it is actually from the u.s <laughs> so technically it's an american film very interesting yeah okay. I a weird one that. yeah hmm. uh but yeah so i suppose uh we'll go into the spoilers then for the rental mm-hmm. uh i will take this time not to thank our patreon producers uh no, this is one of the weird things is that you know obviously we record a little bit ahead sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the names at the end and the credits uh will be up to date. The what the ones I say mm-hmm. are just whatever ones are accurate when we record. So uh, bear with me here. But so mm-hmm. uh, recording this in August. Here are the names of our producers. So thank you to Alison M. Fordyce, Tyler Hess, Cindy Palacios, David Short, Board Now, Zammer Jammer, Al Tribesman, Christopher Moy, and Brett Williams. They are all $20 or above patrons on patreon.com slash TV if you want to go over there and have a look yourself. Uh, you don't have to support us at that high, though. You could support us for as little as $1 per month, and you get an exclusive extra episode of Screams After Midnight for $1 uh, every single month. There's a back catalogue now of about 20 or so. <laughs> so there's a whole whole amount you can go and check out for that for that price. And, of course, at the $5 tier, you get all the Screams After Midnight review episodes a day early, and uh, you get to vote once a month as well on an episode. Uh... Although we're getting coming up to the October thund now, so in September there's uh, usually uh, more than one vote uh, coming up, and mm-hmm. October itself will have more than one bonus episode because it's mm-hmm. a celebration. But that's right. Uh, so go and go and have a have a look. Uh, I don't have to explain that whole time thing and anything else, but this this is the one thing where we get so far ahead mm-hmm. in the episodes that sometimes an episode doesn't go out for like two months. And but but at that, okay. that <laughs> point the uh, the list of Patreon producers can sometimes have changed quite a bit. So I'm just. Oh. I would assume this one was going out right away because it's a newer that, that's movie. What, but... I mean, this one probably is going out right away, but I'm just okay. I'm trying to ingrain that idea in their heads. Okay, Okay, gotcha. <laughs> just trying to ingrain that idea. I mean, this that, might very well just go out straight tomorrow because <laughs> it's a new movie, but, you know. Uh, but anyway, so there you go. So uh, on to the spoiler section then for the rental. So like I said earlier, I, I think in the first chunk of the movie, there's a really good job of setting up the characters uh there's, there's a really simple little thing that i really liked especially once it sort of went going a little bit and i sort of got what it did is the opening scene you have charlie you have uh you know dan steven's character with mina mm-hmm. uh van's character and they're the ones who are looking on the computer at their workplace for uh you know a holiday home and like hey this place looks great we should you know think about this one but this weekend and she's kind of like over his shoulder in a very couple-y way, right? So She's sort of leaning on his shoulder like you, you know, like a spouse would. And mm-hmm. then in comes Josh, which is obviously Charlie's brother, and he kisses
1: Mina. And, I, you know, mm-hmm. there's a second where you go, wait, what? Like, I thought she was with him. Yeah. Yeah. We had the, like, we kind of, like, uh, I was watching with my wife, and, like, we're looking at each other, like, oh, wait a minute. So are they not a couple? <laughs> like, this is yeah. kind of weird. So it actually does a neat little thing where, it, mm-hmm.
0: like, their body language. Actually tells us something before the mm-hmm. the characters and plot actually you know reveals it to us ourselves that yeah th- they're close in a way that feels a bit too close uh, for uh, yeah. this professional relationship mm-hmm. and and you know and from there we get a scene at home with uh, Dan Stevens and Alison Brie where he's basically you know, Alison Brie saying hey I'm proud of your brother you know he's taking some night classes he's you know, he's got a job he, you know he's mm-hmm. he's doing well with 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 Mina and. Charlie just sits there and he's like, Oh, I went to call two night classes. He's going back to school. And, you know, he's an aggressive shit. And, you know, he did this. He's, he did jail time, you know. Like, he's just like, he, there's nothing. Which is especially gr- grilling because, or grating, because in the first scene, when Josh came to the office, and uh, Mina leaves for a minute and Josh says, Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention congratulations on the the big sale or whatever it is. Again, <laughs> it's very vague what they what, what were doing. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. so. Josh, even though it maybe wasn't comfortable, went out of his way to try and congratulate his brother on a mm-hmm. success at his job when he's already clearly having a relatively successful life and on the yeah. other hand, Josh is trying to make himself better and try to do all these things to improve mm-hmm. his life, and his brother is like, nah, he's always going to be a little shit he's he's, he's never going to do mm-hmm. anything else
1: but do you think that part of that is like would he always be like kind of harsh on him or is part of it because he's dating Mina, who he's like obviously in love with, or at least has like a thing
0: for. I'm going to say a little column A and a little <laughs> column B. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe it is more about jealousy or or whatever. But yeah. uh maybe maybe that just like heightens everything. Like you know, this is how he feels, but yeah. then that heightens everything. So right away, you have characters that you're sympathetic for, and characters that you're not sympathetic for, and they go as two pairs to the rental and you know they they meet uh uh taylor who's the guy who's running the place and yeah. one of the things that's brought up here uh we sort of alluded to earlier is that mina tried to book this trip herself mm-hmm. for the four of them and it was declined and then an hour later uh charlie tried to book it and it was and it was accepted so clearly it wasn't booked it wasn't like it was double booked now there's actually kind of a like later on very late on in the movie I think there's actually a reason for this. It's not. It's not just like Taylor being racist because Taylor's kind of like confused by it mm-hmm. when he's confronted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think the reason for this is that the 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 killer who's like sort of lured them into a trap is a white guy, and I think it's got mm-hmm. something to do at the end with how like he kind of like books the place as well, so he can come in first, and or mm-hmm. he pre- or maybe he pretends to be the person who's booked the place, so he can come in first and like set up all his his uh devices and whatnot.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you get that from the end? The, the last chunk? No. Wait, so I, I'm not sure exactly what you're saying. So wait, how, <laughs> how does he, the the killer or whatever booking before them, I, I understand that, but then well, how are you tying that in to Taylor's potential racism?
0: Right, so, so at the end of the movie, so we're skipping ahead here to explain this, but at the end <laughs> of the movie after the killer's done everything and he's, he's cleaned up his place, we see him go to mm-hmm. a new holiday home right? where he's, he's given right. the keys and he's welcomed in and mm-hmm he uh you know he sets up all of his equipment and blah blah and it occurred to me that the reason so i don't actually think he booked it earlier i don't think that works because obviously you know like charlie still booked it like it was still a thing that's it that's what that's what imply that he has some control over who's going maybe maybe he like is good with tech and he like he routes them so that he gets to see them or something oh, I, I don't know okay uh but basically like because he presumably shows up early... Now, admittedly, he couldn't have done this with Taylor, because Taylor would have been like, hey, you're not so-and-so. But mm-hmm. I was wondering if it was something to do with, like, being the same sort of, like, per- type of person as the person booking for... So he can like pre- either pretend to be them or go in first or look mm-hmm. less suspicious or something, I don't know. But the idea being that, like, if, if this, this woman booked the, the trip, he would look... Like... It- you know different or
1: something you know more suspicious yeah uh, okay uh yeah i mean i i didn't think about that but i see what you're saying uh so yeah there could potentially be something there Uh
0: um... know that i'm saying taylor's not racist because there's definitely a couple of lines of dialogue that come off i think we're definitely supposed to be thinking that he is just a racist scumbag uh for <laughs> you know that's part of the movie but
1: Yeah, but then it is kind of interesting. Like later when he shows up again, and you know he's kind of talking to Mina, it does kind of seem like I mean maybe he is still racist, but it does seem like he is maybe being a little nicer to her. Like maybe it is because he feels uncomfortable for being called out or something. Yeah, Uh, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. And I, I mean, honestly, I gotta admit, like I do kind of feel bad (laughs) for, uh, for his character because yeah, it does seem like uh like again yeah he He, he probably has like his faults but like (laughs) yeah he gets accused of a lot of things that are definitely not him but by the time we get to the reveals uh and it's it's hard to be mad at a toby huss who's just an excellent character actor he's uh one of those guys that kind of like pops up in like a bunch of different things like does like a lot of like cartoon i yeah
0: i did not know his name but uh it it looked kind of familiar ish i mean have
1: a quick look I feel like he he has to have been in some Cohen Brothers movies. He has such a <laughs> like I, I can't think off the top of my head, but he's had to have been. I would have Well, uh, he, was put in, money on that.
0: he was in Glow with Alison Bree. He was in the twenty eighteen Halloween. Oh okay. oh okay. Oh yeah. Uh apparently. Uh he was <laughs> the mayor and outcast. I don't remember that at all, but uh <laughs> I'll take I'll take the word for it. This guy's a chameleon, he's apparently been in tons of stuff that I've seen and I just I, I still don't
1: really no. him oh yeah he's yeah i mean he he. i mean he's a character actor so he's never like you know the yeah, main he's never... guy but um but no I, th- I think he's always like good when he shows up though
0: yeah no, that's fair that's fair
1: uh
0: oh that's interesting uh he actually voiced todd packer and the pilot for the office before they cast him so you know how Todd Packer? yeah okay. so obviously todd packer's the other guy who you know shows up later yeah uh but you hear his his voice on like uh the phone call or something in the first episode that was him oh, okay <laughs> interesting cool okay mm-hmm. I've learned to learn things uh so <laughs> yeah, so it's very awkward when they bring this up though uh and you feel the tension and I thought you know what this is fairly well directed in the sense that I'm feeling very tense about this and yeah. you, you know it's the sort of thing where you're happy that she's confronting them you you want this to be kind of seen too. Uh, especially since Char, uh, yeah, Charlie's very kind of dismissive, not dismissive, like he's he's not like he, he just he keeps sort of saying, well, let's just leave it so it doesn't ruin the weekend or this, you know, he, he keeps wanting to kind of brush it away, mm-hmm. uh, kind yeah. of thing, and but you know, it the dude leaves and you know it it teases that you know he can come back and he wants me once because obviously he has keys to the place because he brings over the mm-hmm. telescope, uh, mm-hmm. that Alison Brie kind of you know said, oh, I wish we brought a telescope, he said, like, well, I've got one, I can bring it over. And he leaves it in yeah. the house mm-hmm. without anyone ever seeing him come or leave, which is kind of creepy mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. But the big thing, you know, so to get to the main plot is that, so there's a lot of talking between uh, the characters, uh, where you know Michelle and Josh will talk, and they're talking about how he's constantly worried that Mina might leave him because he's a bit. He thinks he's a loser, and he's a bit self conscious, and he mm-hmm. knows that he's he's trying his best and blah blah. And there's a lot of chemistry
1: between Charlie and Mina. Uh, that's mm-hmm. like undeniable early on so it's it's so like uh, it it was really like making me cringe just because i mean there's absolutely like obviously like you know there's nothing wrong with like a guy and a girl being close or being like best friends or whatever but it's so obvious that these two like yeah are are, like into each other yeah and it was like and you're basically just waiting for like something to happen at some point (laughs) yeah and then like it sucks especially because it's like you know, Allison Breeze seems like very nice and likable. Like it's not like she's, you know, constantly like putting him down, or you know, it has any reason that you know he no, would not like, fact, want to be in that relationship.
0: <laughs> she's she's even like very trusting because uh, Josh even brings up, are you okay with like Mina being a, such a big part of like his life and like you know being this constant presence? And mm-hmm. she's very understanding of it. So she she's yeah. obviously very likable. Josh is relatively likable so these two other characters who are clearly going to end up doing something to hurt them it's, it's kind of yeah you do feel that tension a little bit uh yeah. so you know so three of them take molly uh, after dinner mm-hmm. allison breeze like oh, i'm kind of tired so she goes to bed and the rest of them are just kind of out of uh, their you know at one point josh they're outside in the balcony uh, or the patio i should say and they he goes back in to get a drink or something and they're kind of together, and they're looking through the the telescope. And she's like, "Oh, I think someone was looking back at us through another telescope." And then he's looking, you know, he looks at it. But they're getting kind of close. They're kind of like right next to each other as they're looking, and you can sort of feel the mm-hmm. that thing where you kind of feel like they're well aware of how close they are to each other at, at all times, mm-hmm. and they're inching just a little bit closer. Uh, but then Josh falls asleep. They end up
1: in the hot tub, and they're kind of like, and there's there's like a lot of good moments where it's kind of like oh, we should go to bed, and then, and then, you know, one person's like, well, I'm getting the hot tub, and you should come in, too, and it's like, mm, no, I think, and then, and then, you know, last minute, like, uh, you know what, okay, fine, like, mm-hmm. there's so much stuff where it's like, no, like, <laughs> follow your instinct, like, go with that first choice. Yeah, and they're in the hot tub, they're they're fighting
0: over who gets the, uh, the corner that's actually doing the, you know, the, the jet, like, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've all been in a pool or a hot tub, and sat on that. I think one one jet seems weird. Usually they'll have like, like it on opposing sides or something. Sure. Like I don't, I don't, I question this hot tub.
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I I can't argue. I've never been in a hot tub specifically, uh,
1: but uh, I used to have one at our house. <laughs> really? Yeah, back home. Ah, very fancy. Uh, yeah. yeah, it it wasn't like a gr- a good one or, or anything, and it actually I think it broke down fairly quickly. <laughs> uh-huh never never used it again but uh-huh. um yeah we used to have a pool at my old house and then someone was getting rid of a hot tub and we'd set up Very times very swish very swish time Although i don't i don't i actually love swimming but i don't really like hot water <laughs> so i'm not crazy about hot tubs to be honest i mean i, I enjoy swimming uh too yeah. um well you got that uh <laughs> you got that ness <laughs> Uh, right near you.
0: <laughs> yes, everything in Scotland is near Loch Ness. Yes. Uh, way to go, Tim. Uh So, right. So, so they're in the hot tub and they end up uh, kind of fighting over the, the the jets and then they end up kissing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they sort of like separates. Like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. And she goes for a shower and then he comes into the mm-hmm. bathroom, comes out of the shower and it you know it cuts away essentially as they're they're starting to have sex. mhm and they wake up oh, in the boy. morning and they're miserable. They're hungover, and they don't want to go on this hiking uh, trip with uh, mm-hmm. with the other two. So they, they leave without them. And then once to leave. and this is the, this is kind of the part of the movie where like because I, I think there is one moment uh, when they're in the hot tub where we see someone's like watching them on like a screen, uh, mm-hmm. like, to like, a tablet or something of like that. Because um, one of the big things, of course, that's revealed uh, during this this part of the, the movie is that she goes for a shower again, and she notices mm-hmm. like a little camera. And mm-hmm. the spout of the shower uh, which is impressive how waterproof that thing must be uh, but <laughs> she notices this camera and she gets uh Charlie in to look at it and they're freaking out and they're like wait a minute we can't go to the police and report that you know Taylor's this creepy pair of his you know, filming everyone because mm-hmm. he's got footage of us having sex right mm-hmm. he's got footage of us he's going to show it to them we have to cover this up we have to just ignore it and pretend it didn't happen so it's this other thing that, that, that she that Mina has to sort of hold in when she sees Taylor again, because it's like, okay, not only is he a racist piece of shit, he's also mm. got footage of her now in a shower having sex. Presumably, right? Mm. Obviously, we know from later that it's not actually him. Um, yeah. He is equally shocked shocked uh, by by this revelation. So, this is, this is the middle part of the movie where it kind of, like, drags a little bit, where, mm-hmm. you know, until there's, like... Until Taylor comes over later because the hot tub is broken. There, there are some funny bits here because Alison Brees mad that everyone
1: else is too, like, sort of, like, tired and doesn't, doesn't want to, like, do anything fun. And... I feel so bad for her, especially, like... I don't know, I feel like I've been in these situations before when, like, uh, there's a couple and, like, one partner is really excited and wants to do something and the other person's just like, uh... no. <laughs> uh, like, such a spoil sport. And it's like, oh it really makes you, uh, hate, uh what's his face charlie yes (laughs) like yeah and she 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 has some funny bits because like taylor comes over to
0: to fix the hot tub and Mm -hmm. there's a whole little you may even say this goes too far but he's like bending over to fix the hot tub and his ass crack showing (laughs) so allison behind them starts sort of like sort of bending over and sort of (laughs) pretending to like sort of fondle it and lick it Mm -hmm. from a little bit of a distance but uh Mm -hmm. she's being very silly uh so there's some little beats sprinkled
1: throughout but and and I, I guess it's important to note that they, uh, we even mentioned their dog, but um, they brought a dog to the house mm-hmm. when they should, and, and uh, it looks like it's run away, or someone might have taken him, so at this point, most of the other people are kind of freaking out that the dog's missing.
0: Yeah, they've been looking for it. It's not until the night where they all kind of uh, stop, because it's too dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah... <laughs> obviously the movie ramps up a little bit after this but i just feel like this middle chunk suffers a little bit because again i think some of the relationship drama gets a little bit you know josh when he's hiking with with uh with michelle he said he tells her that because michelle sort of explains in in her meetup story with charlie that he was technically dating someone else that night so Mm -hmm. you know it was kind of a weird awkward thing and he's and he sort of reveals that oh, that's weird because that's the second time that happened then because he was with mm-hmm. that previous girlfriend, uh, he he started dating her when he was already dating mm-hmm. this other person and it kind of puts this like seed of like mistrust in her head that you know mm-hmm. this is a pattern with him rather than just this one time thing that happened with her, uh, uh-huh. and all this stuff just kind of was I was like okay you know what like I thought it was all set up really well the tension of it happening was good, all the stuff after it happens where there's. I don't know, that's this doubt and, like, you know, like jealousy and suspicion. Mm-hmm. That stuff I don't think works as well. It's not not as hot, I don't think.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's not really that uh entertaining, <laughs> I guess. like, Yeah. I... I... Well, yeah, like, I guess, like, at least, like, leading up to it, like, you don't really want it to happen, but, like, you are, like, kind of intrigued or interested to see you know, where it's going to go, or, like, when they're finally going to just give in, or whatever, and then, yeah, w- once they do, it's, like, not really as exciting, and then you're just kind of, like, <laughs> thinking about, like, what douches they are. <laughs> yeah, what, once once it happens, once the, the sex happens, I feel like that's the point of the
0: movie, where it really needs to start introducing the horror stuff. Um, yeah. So that that kind of takes over, but that, that maybe the, what happened comes out during everything, or something, but this was also where I thought that I was really... Because there's a point later on in the film where uh, Josh... I think it's Josh is looking through the house and he actually watches mm. it entirely from all the cameras that's been hidden around the house. And it's mm. really kind of eerie and creepy. And I couldn't help but mm. feel like, why weren't we seeing these shots like throughout the film? At, at least from when the camera was revealed. Once the camera sure. was revealed, I feel like we should have been seeing these repeatedly. To, to give us mm. the sense that someone was always watching. To give us this... It was this kind of creepy vibe, and I was like, see if that had been there throughout the film, it would have added this extra layer of, of you know, the horror would have been there earlier without, you know, interfering with the plot too much. Mm -hmm. So I I thought that was kind of, like, it almost, like, oh, hey, this was a good idea. Why weren't you doing it more? (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. That was one of those things that kind of stuck out to me. Uh, But the big thing that happens here, though, that we have to get to, is that Mina decides to confront Taylor. Uh, He's almost Mm -hmm. going... He actually, you know, it says something kind of kind where he's like, "Hey, look, there are no dogs. Things, my brother, who owns the place. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't really care. I've got dogs myself. I'm not going to write you out." Uh, mm-hmm. And it, but it sounds kind of like menacing, you know, because he says something like, "Oh, we all have secrets, don't we?" It's, it's like, oh, he's he's mm-hmm. implying he's like, "Hey, I've got that footage," uh, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But he's yeah. not. He's he's actually just being genuine because when she takes him into the bathroom and explains mm-hmm. the camera, he's like, "Wait, what's that?" And he's confused. And mm-hmm. she's like, you know, if, if you ever show that footage to anyone, we'll just call the police. He's like, what? Yeah, no, we should call the police because I don't know what this is. I'm going to call yeah. the police. <laughs> and then she starts to like fight him for his phone because she doesn't want to go down that path for obvious reasons. Josh hears yeah. the commotion, runs in, thinks she's been attacked, and beats the everlasting piss out of Taylor in the bathtub. yeah And he's just left <laughs> there bloody. Eventually, Charlie runs in and pulls him off.
1: And wales whilst... Think- Yeah, there you go. Oh, this is like when I like like kind of felt bad for him. Like I, again, I'm you know not saying he's necessarily like a, a good guy, but it's like I mean, who really knows exactly what you know what is going on with him? And then, but it it just seems like so like mean spirited that he's like mm-hmm. confused about everything, and then is like getting like beaten to death.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course he has not actually died from Josh's beating. Right, right, right. The right, killer right. comes in and like suffocates him. Some- when the rest are all arguing about what to do uh, next, you know should we call an ambulance blah blah, blah. Uh, and when they go back and check on him he's dead so they think josh killed him so that's it becomes kind mm-hmm. of a we have to dispose of the body kind of movie which again it's one of those things we're here in the middle I, th- I think this maybe takes up too much of the movie's time is this like we mm-hmm. have to dispose of the body plot like i was getting yeah. like i know what you did last summer kind of <laughs> like oh, yeah. vibes okay. from what they were having to do i was like yeah, this is maybe like too much of this, like them, full, you know, throwing it off the side, of the, mm-hmm. the you know, the, the cliff, thinking, oh, that's just yeah. like you know, he got drunk and fell off the cliff, uh, and then the body just kind of lands like you know, twenty foot foot down on like a little ridge, and they're like shit, we have to knock him
1: off. Yeah. Uh, it's like a little funny, like I kind of chuckled. It was funny, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I think that's
0: kind of part of the problem. Is it? I don't think it should be funny. Yeah. Like you know, no, it's true because <laughs> there's a moment where they like, they get like a big boulder and they're going to like they throw it off together mm-hmm. to try and like knock him off. And it just sort of clips the top of his head and it actually made me laugh because it was it was like so like violent looking but at the same time kind of mm. like a big whiff on their part and it, i was just kind of like yeah <laughs> I, I i don't know like the the tone's really starting to fall apart for me here because i'm laughing at something that i don't mm. think was supposed to be funny or if it was supposed yeah. to be funny i question why there's supposed, maybe this big dark comedy beat here when the rest of the film mm-hmm. isn't exactly a comedy the rest of the film is taking itself very seriously
1: oh totally yeah no it is kind of strange uh also, kind of made me wonder if I'm that good of a friend because I like, I I don't know if I was in this situation, I, I would have called the cops. Like, I'm like sorry, I, I don't care if you're my friend or my brother. Like, I I feel like this is something we shouldn't hide. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh
0: yeah. I mean, you know, movie logic is a thing, right? <laughs> Just sure. kind of what it what it is. Yeah, obviously. So Alison Bree's mad because she she walks through the house and. Uh, well she's upset at first because she doesn't want to go through with this plan she wants to phone the police <laughs> mm-hmm. but then the killer plays the footage on the TV and she sees the, the shower mm-hmm. footage and that makes her drive away uh, there's a mailed male confrontation with, with uh, Charlie as he kind of catches up to her at the window uh, and mm-hmm. a good little character beat here where he actually instead of like apologising properly the first thing he says is well, you know, well not the first thing he says but the first thing he says when she's like willing to listen to him mm-hmm. is like okay first of all where was that footage? Like, he's more concerned about finding the footage and yeah. covering it up than he is uh, about her feelings necessarily in the moment. So she drives off but the killers get a bear trap or not bear trap but not bear trap. Uh, that,
1: like road spikes Yeah, road spikes. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Not bear trap. I don't know what bear trap <laughs> is. Uh,
0: car trap. Car trap. There you go. Thank you. Uh, and, you know, she, she is the first one to go uh, but again, mm-hmm. this is where the, the, some of the making kind of, it's, it's pretty good. I, I, I liked him kind of running up to the window. The killer mm-hmm. running up to the window kind of yeah. you know, just for this that sort of quick jolt of a scare, and but she did. She was able to text Charlie. So Charlie runs out after her.
1: He's in the woods. Well, I, I was. Would, uh, I, I do you think she texted her, or do you think the killer texted him? Uh, well, because it, cause it looks like she takes out her phone and starts to do a text, and then but then I think that's when he runs towards her. I mean, it's the
0: exact message that she was typing. So I mean, yeah, the killer made a press send uh, to lure him out there. I mean. True. i don't think she really got to uh typing it no she did she, she typed in before before mm-hmm. you get to the window she's in the car she typed out uh you know the car i like got ran off the road uh i don't i don't know i'd have to go back <laughs> and watch it the killer might have finished the text and pressed send, but yeah, she definitely started maybe. typing that sentence yeah okay <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stand on my ground on this time I'm, uh, <laughs> okay. <not moving>. um i <laughs> could be wrong <laughs> But, yeah, so he goes out there and dies as well. So that's the thing, like, all, you know, the, the, the deaths come pretty thick and fast. Like, once they start, it's really yeah. just the last, like, 15 minutes here that we're talking and, about this stuff.
1: And, and I think this looks pretty cool because it's, like, you know, it's all in the woods. It's very dark, but you have kind of, like, the, um, you know, like, the blinking of the car lights. And then, uh, you know, when he calls her phone or whatever, you just kind of see it, like, glowing in the, like, darkness, which obviously, you know, it's not her. Uh, but it all oh, looked really cool, I thought.
0: Yeah, notably it's like it's it's like it's almost floating. But obviously someone's holding yeah. it, but it's obviously yeah, it's completely dark, so it just looks like it's then you're like, Oh, that's not her. And he ends up tripping over her mm-hmm. body and then the killer runs up and hits him in the head with a hammer. It's quite visceral, which I like. I like oh, a nice yeah. visceral mm-hmm. kill. Uh I have no mm-hmm. problems with that. So uh that's pretty well done. And then there's some really nice shots later. There's there's a really good one actually. Uh basically Josh gets a text from his brother's phone which obviously is the killer sending uh, mm. audio clips and then eventually footage of what happened and he gets really upset at, at mina Mina's is obviously upset by him finding out uh, that's when the killer you know comes out of the house josh gets hammered uh in the head <laughs> um and then when he's not different
1: version of a uh, hammer, yes. And then, and then when
0: he's... he's not dead yet, the killer turns the hammer around so it's the uh, the Oof. spike side, yeah, and uh, <laughs> puts that right in his forehead. There's a really nice mm-hmm. shot here though, actually, where he's kind of like standing in silhouette at the window. Uh, I thought it looked mm-hmm. really good. There was definitely a little little you know little bits of direction and little shots here or yeah. there.
1: You know, moments of cinematography that I liked. Yeah, and there's a and there's like some good stuff too like with him like messing with them and i think he uh was using like charlie's phone to like send them yeah like clips like voice clips or whatever so which uh it's like so like again like talking about like how earlier like maybe about how some of that stuff doesn't work i do like the way the killer kind of uses it to you know kind of like entice and throw people off like Uh, I do think that stuff was interesting. Like, I could have used more of it. Like, maybe. Yeah. uh, See if that started earlier, perhaps,
0: where it was like a running theme of the film that he kept using their own stuff against them to, like, sort of divide and conquer. But it all comes, it it all kind of comes in a rush in the last, like, 25 minutes. You know, it's all very quick. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so Mira kind of becomes the final girl and (laughs) is, uh, you know, hiding in the house. There's a nice little sequence where she like puts her shoe over the the balcony to make it look like she's jumped down so the killer sort of runs down after her but then she like sort of appears from under the under the covers over by the bed or whatever Mm -hmm. uh really uh you know decent little period of scenes here she ends up getting chased out into the forest Uh, there's actually a really nice jump scare when she just she's running out the back door and the killer just kind of lunges at her uh i thought it it was a really well done little jump scene
1: yeah, I thought it was good. It's very, like, subtle. Like, it's, you know, she runs out and he's kind of just, like, there. Like, he kind of just comes out of the darkness. And it's, like, you know, one of those things where, uh, yeah, I, I think they do a good job of, like, you know, not focusing on it right away. And it's, like, a nice uh, kind of scare that just naturally happens.
0: Yeah, no, I uh, I enjoyed that moment. And then she's running through the forest. It's, it's very misty and all that. And it has this kind of shock ending where she just basically runs off the cliff and and dies mm-hmm. uh where he, he obviously knows this place well enough that he just kind of like or at least at the very least maybe he doesn't maybe he just sees her go down and goes oh wait a minute mm-hmm. i better stop running yeah
1: right
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but because they kind of like because earlier on with the dog they were concerned that maybe he ran off the cliff so i guess that kind of foreshadows mm-hmm. that one of them is going to do that uh at the end but or
1: even the i mean that's how they that was like going to be their cover story for getting rid of taylor's body true, yeah. and saying like oh maybe he got drunk and fell off the cliff. <laughs>
0: yeah it's so there's a little bit of foreshadowing with that which is which is nice mm-hmm. I, I think though there was a point like five minutes before the end but i'm like okay he's just going to kill everyone mm-hmm. and the killer's going to get away with it which is fine that's a nice dark ending uh but because so much of the movie was about building up the characters and their relationship mm-hmm. drama and the, the affair and all that stuff it was kind of weird that not one character got to like either redeem themselves or like you know, learn something about themselves because of going through this. Uh, you know, everyone <laughs> kind of finds out and dies. <laughs> yeah. A, uh, <laughs> so I yeah. I, so, I don't know, maybe, maybe the, the her running off the cliff is a metaphor for her running through life without looking where she's going,
1: just doing what she's... I don't <laughs> know. It's, a, it's such a stretch. Um, stretch, yeah, yeah. but... <laughs> uh, so one thing I thought was kind of funny is, you know, I kept thinking, like, okay, so is the killer so is is this someone that is actually like a killer that wants to like you know hunt and kill people or is he just like a pervert that wanted to tape people but then once they found out about it and everything got out of hand that he felt like okay i have to step in and take these people out and then i was i was kind of curious about that but then I feel like I, I got my question answered once the yeah. credits started rolling. Like, oh no, this that's just what he does.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, the ending definitely shows us I'm doing this to other rental places. Uh, I did like the little montage of him kind of like taking all of his all of his cameras and stuff out and like where the router yeah. was and all, all, all the different mm-hmm. things that he had snuck around the house to like capture everything. You see him take it all down and then I do like that they never show his face. It It's, it's kind of mm-hmm. this weird thing where it feels a little bit off in this movie because I don't think this movie built up to the... Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's like the shape. He's he's you know he's someone who we can never see kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I do like it in a vacuum, like in, in a movie. I I love when you get this feeling of the killer who's just faceless because he's not he's not someone that knows them. He's the, he's this random person. It's not important who he is. So there's a lot was a lot of him standing <laughs> in silhouette or in shadow or or whatever at the end.
1: Yeah, I I don't necessarily mind it. Um, I don't think it's anything new. Like I feel like we've kind of had. Mm-hmm. you know this uh several times i mean you know stuff like uh <clears throat> you know like the strangers or like um was that, that other that like um uh horror movie that was take, taking place at like a halloween uh uh like theme park kind of place or whatever and the guy comes home and you know it was, oh it was just like a random person you know oh uh, uh hell or Bloodfest is is uh, it it's like one of those like you know the I, I guess spoiler alert uh,
0: <laughs> if, if you
1: haven't seen that movie, but I, I feel like we've seen this a couple of times now, where it's like, hey, surprise! At the end, it's like you know, it's just a regular normal guy you never would have suspected. So it's I mean I don't I don't mind it in this movie. Uh, oh just, sure, yeah, I don't mind it either. Know, it's just not like a mind blow thing, like whoa. <laughs> I, I think it just goes back to the the last like twenty
0: five minutes feels like it's a different movie to the, the rest of it. Yep. So. there's a moment actually when they're walking back towards the house before everything really starts i think it's when they're coming back from like looking for the dog uh where charlie's walking to the house and you just see like a figure step out in the background and it's like the first time like a real horror moment happens and i was like whoa that that just came out (laughs) of nowhere like it was from a different movie and that's kind of how i described the last like 25 minutes it just all feels like it's from a different horror movie than this first like two thirds so uh, you know uh, the, the uh, credits uh play out it's, it's like all the cameras that he's had in different places in different houses mm-hmm. uh, i did like as, as the credits were ending or the, you know the main titles were ending before it got to the just the mm-hmm. scrolling credits that you see him sort of walk into the bedroom or someone's sleeping to kill them and it cuts to black mm-hmm. like you know, it was a nice little beat it was fine yeah uh, you know i i feel like there's a lot of nice little ideas and there's a lot of moments in this movie that i think the direction and cinematography are on point but there's mm-hmm. just a lot of like it's almost like in trying to be a really smart drama as well it kind of... Mm. It, 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 you know, it, it diverted its, its focus a little bit and wasn't really sure how to tie both those sides together. So sure. uh, the last like third feels very separated to me, even though I enjoyed most of it for what it was on its own, but it didn't necessarily feel like a satisfying conclusion to the movie that had been playing up to that point.
1: No, no yeah, I totally agree with that. It's, uh, it's a shame because if you were able to you know marry those two halves a little better and again maybe just sprinkle like you don't even need a lot like just like a little bit more of like foreshadowing some horror stuff and maybe like a, a few other scares or, or like you were saying the kind of like the pov shots or just something to kind of get the paranoia and, and stuff up a little bit like yeah it could have been like a really cool like you know special little horror yeah, movie it, instead of like just being okay and it's Mina the the right final girl like wouldn't michelle like because you could it's have true, yeah. <laughs> you could have more of
0: an arc here a little bit where michelle you know isn't sticking up for herself throughout the film uh or mm. something like that and then you know her, her, so even if she fails at the end ultimately the idea being that her actually fighting back against the killer could be like the, you know the end of her arc you know everything about her husband kind of like belittling her or not belittling her but like you know taking her for granted and not, you know the infidelity and all that like that's how you can kind of try you know you tie it in thematically to how like mm the main character ends up fighting back in the last act you know it's that i mean it's it's, it's not like a new mm-hmm. thing but the idea that they grow strength and yeah. they, 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 they grow the will to fight essentially that they won't take shit anymore kind of thing like whereas you know at the ending when mina's running from the killer it's, mm-hmm. there's nothing that's developed that's led to this there's nothing about it that feels like oh she's fundamentally changed from where she was at the start of the story mm-hmm. b- because of the events and because she's been hunted to make her turn her into this or or to give her the the, the fight to survive. Uh, Maybe it makes sense that she loses and dies, but, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, uh, so that's what, when I say connect them together, that's what I really mean, is give give the, the, make Mm -hmm. the character drama mean something, Mm -hmm. at least for one character, when they're trying to survive at the end. And as it is, I don't feel that that's there at all. It feels so separate, even if the the separate elements Mm -hmm. are mostly good. Uh, Yeah. I say mostly, because like I say, I think, the middle chunk is a bit weaker uh, as far as the character mm-hmm. drama stuff goes. But, you know, yes.
1: No, yeah, I, I agree with that. And then I, I guess maybe it's just not something that they're interested in doing. Because I think the other guy that wrote it, Joe Swanberg, I think. Um, mm-hmm. he, I, I think he's like one of those mumblecore guys. So maybe they were like more concerned about like, you know, like, oh, like, um let's not do, like, the expected thing. Like, let's have, like, some hard truths in here and, like, you know, d- you know, do that kind of, like, oh, this is really how people might react in this situation or something. Like, I, I don't know, maybe they're that's not what they wanted, but maybe it's mm-hmm. not the best choice <laughs> or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're right, he's a m- mumblecore guy. <laughs> he did their uh, drinking <laughs> buddies and
1: other stuff. Which you-, you can kind of feel, because that's, like, what the first, like, Half or so kind of has that feeling to it. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, So it's a shame. It's a shame
0: that it's not better. It's funny. I wonder if the low expectations, because I'd Mm. heard enough people on Twitter and whatever saying that they they really didn't like this and they thought it was really boring. Oh, really? So I wonder if that kind of set me up to a point where I did appreciate the good qualities a bit more because Mm. I I went into it kind of thinking it was probably going to just be complete garbage. Which it isn't. I don't think it is complete garbage. I think it's kind of a well intentioned mishmash um, of a movie
1: yeah <laughs> is that for is fair
0: that descriptor
1: <laughs> yeah I, I mean i think maybe i might be slightly more positive uh but i, I don't disagree like i think it is a um like it, it, it's still like a good watch like i mean maybe you don't have to run out and uh rent it but uh like i i think it's <laughs> you know it, it's like it's a pretty good like movie to stream um you know whenever it's available on You know whatever service Mm uh and no i i think and i I think the main thing here is that the the horror stuff is is done uh i i'd I'd say like really well like you know i i i do like the look of the like because it does kind of turn into like somewhat of a slasher movie like i I like the the way the guy looks like with his like old mask yeah
0: he's got a mask of an old guy it's it's like it's not quite this but it's almost like when you get like an old president mask as like uh, a disguise it's (laughs) kind of Mm -hmm. like that uh he actually saw like adam from dark which if you haven't seen dark you won't know what i'm talking about but uh, okay. he actually saw like adam from dark with a mask uh, i i will say that you know because you're saying how it essentially turns into kind of a slasher movie it does like i mean i literally refer to someone as a final girl there's a final girl oh, yeah, at the yeah. end of the movie which <laughs> the first like two-thirds of the film don't feel like that type of movie at all <laughs> uh which you know kind of proves the point we've been saying uh, throughout but yeah. yeah yeah you're right It, it is, uh, and at that point I'm like why isn't there more people to kill <laughs> like more more yeah, more no, killings. Totally. <laughs> you
1: could know, have like one more friend that tagged along or something <laughs> yes the dog survived though just
0: in case anyone's uh, curious I was happy about that yeah, yeah. The, the dog came running in at the end and the killer's <laughs> like nah I don't like killing humans the dog can dog can have the yeah. house yeah there you go so yeah, that is the rental. I guess we're at the point that mm. we're going to, going to rate it. Tim, what are you rating the rental?
1: Mm. I think I'll give it a, uh, a 6.5. I was kind of waffling between that and a 7. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it just the, the slight point lower just because, um, yeah, again, I mean, everything was done really well. It's just kind of hard to merge everything together. Um, And yeah, I mean, You know, we've already talked about it enough times, but, uh, yeah, it's a shame because, yeah, if it was, uh, just a a little bit more focused or, uh, came together better and had maybe some more horror elements, it could easily be bumped up, like, way higher than that, but, yeah, instead it's, uh, it's, it's by no means bad. Like, I I don't think there's anything, um, that's necessarily, like, negative about it, uh you know, it does handle a lot of things, like, competently. It's just, yeah, maybe it could have been a, a little better structured or something.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go, I think, with... I'll go with the straight six. I, I think it's well-intentioned. There's some good good ideas in there. There's some good moments. Uh, But, you know, for a debut, maybe this is, like, you know, maybe movie number That's two true. is going yeah. to bring it together and like, the experience will kind of solidify uh, franco's you know craft and his expertise i, I don't know uh, it's possible yeah. it's mm-hmm. possible um so there you go that's that is the the rental uh, if you made it this far in the review on, on the youtubes uh please do put in the word bro why you might ask i mean they, they even mention oh, yeah. it but there's a scene <laughs> in this where the two brothers uh, like slotting the word bro into like every other word uh mm-hmm. for a conversation uh much to the 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 the, uh the displeasure of their Mm -hmm. their companions but uh yes so the word bro in the comments Uh, i'm gonna make tim do his pose here so uh tim i'm making a three two one say pose so uh make sure the top of your head's not cut off at the top of the screen so three two one pose all right i guess that'll do so <laughs> yes uh, you can of course let us know what you think of the movie in the comments uh, along with the word bro of course uh you can of course like and subscribe and all that jazz and uh, like is very important on youtube of course because it uh helps with people finding us and it gr- helps to grow our audience and it's a nice free way to support us uh, as opposed to patreon.com TV, mm-hmm. which you can do for a little bit of money and get some bonuses if you're into that too as we mentioned earlier so go to any of those things all of those things uh in an ideal mm-hmm. world but some of them is cool too uh, you can also, of course, uh, get us on Twitter at screams Midnight, And uh, I think that's about it. About, uh, about that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, also, look out because uh, later in the month of August, there will be a Streams After Midnight where me and Tim oh yeah, that's right. uh, are going to stream uh, on a Saturday night. And mm-hmm. among some Q&A, we're going to do a live viewing of the boy. So look forward to that. Uh, but <laughs> I know I will <laughs> but that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys and we will see you next time